Welcome to the Gospel Center Pro-Life Podcast. In this episode, we're going to have a special guest, my wife, Courtney Parks, on to talk about the abortion pill reversal. She'll explain what the abortion pill reversal is, as well as share some stories of what God has done through this awesome procedure. Stay tuned. I felt your passion, touched your heart. Welcome to the Gospel Center Pro-Life Podcast. We have a special guest. A very and special guest. A very, my, my favorite guest mm-hmm. that we've had of all thus time. far. Of all time. <laughs> right. And we're going to be talking about a... future. <laughs> yeah, amen. And we're going to be talking about a special subject, which hopefully will be a blessing to you guys. Hopefully this will be informative to you guys and you know, informational, but also sharing some stories. Because God has done some amazing things, and we have some pretty amazing stories to share, and we have an amazing woman here, my wife, Courtney Parks RN. She's yes. a registered nurse, and we're very happy to have her here with us, and she's been involved in what we're going to be talking about, which is the abortion pill reversal. She's been involved in that for a few years. How many years? It's been probably five. Five years? Five years. So she's been involved in the abortion pill reversals. And doing the abortion pill reversals for about five years. And some of you guys have no clue what we're talking about. Some of you guys know exactly what we're talking about. But hopefully as we, uh, when we wrap up this podcast, you'll be fully aware of what we're talking about. And how if you're uh, ministering in a pregnancy center or you're ministering like we do on the sidewalks at an abortion center, uh, you'll know how to effectively offer the abortion pill reversal or at least what you're offering and what you're talking about and even where to refer people to. And so let's let's jump into it. Vicki, you got some questions there that you were going to ask my wife, so we're going to yeah. be grilling her with these questions. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure she'll do a very good job in answering them. So so hop into your first yeah, question there, Yeah, Vicky. well, uh, and, and it, just as an introduction of, of this wonderful woman, I have been with Courtney for at least a few of these abortion pill reversals, yeah. one of which took all day. And I think we're going to hear later about that story. But it is just such a beautiful example of, of God giving a second chance. Yeah, he is the definitely. God of second chances, isn't yeah. he? And to me, the abortion pill reversal is just such a beautiful example of that. So maybe for the people listening who have no idea what it is, or they've probably heard some lies about it, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of misperceptions yeah. and lies about it out there. Um, can you tell us what it is, how it works, who developed it, maybe when it sure. was developed? How about we talk about what the abortion pill actually does, sure. oh, and then, then we can start. jump yeah. into yeah. Because one of the misconceptions that people have is that the abortion pill that they give them inside the abortion center and the morning after pill are the same thing. And Courtney, those are not the same thing. Absolutely not. Two different things. So how does the abortion pill work? So they give them the medication inside the abortion center. What What is that medication? How does it work? Is there a combination of medications? That sort of okay. thing. So when we talk about the abortion pill, it's actually a series of two medications. The first medication they actually give them in the abortion clinic. It's called mifepristone, or another name you might hear is RU486. Okay. And, and what that is, it's a progesterone blocker. All right. 
So they give them this medication in the abortion clinic, and what it does is it attaches itself to the um, progesterone receptors in the uterus, and it effectively tells the body this pregnancy is no longer wanted. It causes just the blood flow to stop to the placenta and essentially cuts off all the blood supply, and the baby dies. Okay. They then send them home with actually a second part of the process, which a lot of people don't even really understand or think that it has a second process. They think that first pill is all it takes. And the second part is actually called misoprostol or Cytotec. Okay. And it actually causes the woman to have contractions and expel this baby. Okay. Um, quote unquote in the privacy of her own home. Right. So it'd be it'd be a good assessment to say the first medication. So when we're talking about the abortion pill, we're talking about not just one medication. We're right. talking about an abortion pill procedure regimen. Yeah. And so it would be fair to say the first medication, mifepristone, is what you mm-hmm. called it, right? Is what kills the baby. Mm-hmm. And the second medication is what puts them into labor and then they deliver right. their dead baby a lot of times in the toilet right. or a bathtub or whatever. Right. If anybody, if you guys listen, have ever seen the Unplanned movie, yeah. I think we mentioned this in previous podcasts, there's kind of a graphic depiction of that process yeah. happening. Yeah. And, uh, Seem pretty realistic. It's actually what, very realistic yeah. from what I've heard from mm-hmm. um, clients and yeah. patients that okay. I've seen. So that's the abortion pill, and that's what it does. What is APR? What is the abortion pill reversal, and what does it do? Okay, so when we talk about abortion pill reversal, it's actually not really a reversal. It reverses the process that you've started, but what we're doing is we're giving the woman extra progesterone over and above what her body's already making to really just flood the body and say, no, we really do want to support this pregnancy. We really do want this pregnancy to survive. And the thought behind it is that it kind of overrides those blocked receptors and it does support the pregnancy. And it just reminds the body that, no, we do want this baby to live. Yeah. Pretty simple concept pretty and pretty amazing. Con- and, yeah. and it was developed by one of our very own doctors, yes. right, here in Charlotte? Right here at mm-hmm. Cabarrus Women's Center, actually. Yeah. It yeah. was, uh, I think, Cabarrus Pregnancy Center at the time. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Dr. Matthew Harrison mm-hmm. came up with it. Actually, a woman walked into the Pregnancy Center and with her mother and said, my daughter's taking this pill. There has to be a way that we can get this fixed we have to be able to reverse this so they regretted it definitely regretted wow. it she told her mom what she did mom mm-hmm. brought her to us and and dr matt harrison was our medical director and so we sent her over to him and <laughs> he tells the story and he says you know i had no idea what to do i just kind of went out in the hall and prayed lord help me wow what do i do and yeah. the lord just dropped this thought into his head this is how the abortion pill works what can you do to counteract that? Mm-hmm. Let's flutter with progesterone. And how did he happen to have progesterone? Is that already? Is there already a medical application of progesterone? There is. Progesterone is readily used. It's widely used for women who have uh, frequent miscarriages. Oh, okay. Frequent. It's very frequently used in the obstetrics community for okay. things like that. Yeah. So in essence, Pre-term what labor. you're doing, I mean, let's say, you know, maybe a bad example, you're a nurse, I'm not, but... I'm thinking, you know, a kid swallows a, you know, a, a, some poison or something that's poisonous. Sometimes a doctor, or you call poison control, and they'll say, well, have them dilute that with a bunch of water. <laughs> Drink a bunch of water, and that'll dilute any, yeah. any of the poisonous effects. Is that 
similar to what's going on? Sort of, or like charcoal. If you swallow poison and, and they say to take charcoal, the charcoal okay. kind of absorbs the poison. Okay. I guess it would be it would be similar to that. Yeah. Um, but okay. it, it's just like a counter-effective measure to, yeah. to yeah. reverse the effects. In that story, which we, we actually have a video on our website, the Charlotte uh, Cities for Life yeah. website, of the story of Ashley. Ashley and Kaylee, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so you guys can check out that story, and it kind of goes through. It's, you know, that baby was saved. Mm-hmm. It was effective. It's awesome testimony. We'll get in some more of the testimonies here. But we, we do know it's effective, right? Yeah. We've seen its effect. How effective is it, though? I mean, I know it's hard to, to, to grab a, a percentage or a number and say, yeah. here's what it is. But what's the general effectiveness rate of it? Well, as of right now, I think they're saying about 64 to 68% success rate. And we have seen that the earlier these women come for treatment, usually 24 hours or less of starting them on this protocol, and the the further along they are. Now, you can take the abortion pill here in North Carolina up to 10 weeks of pregnancy. And then, you know, if I can see a detectable heartbeat on an ultrasound, and if I can get to you within 24 hours, your chances of success are really high. 64 to 68% are the last statistics that we have. So that's pretty good chances. I mean, we'll talk a little bit. Matter of fact, let's just go ahead and talk about that on the sidewalk, because you do sidewalk counseling as well. You're a nurse on the mobile unit. You're a nurse also in in two pregnancy centers. Mm -hmm. So you've seen a lot of sides of this thing. But on the sidewalk, as we're offering the abortion pill reversal, and we offer that in a way that, of course, we're not saying it's 100% that their baby can be saved. But in your opinion, what are some of the best ways for us to be offering that? Yeah, I think one of the best ways, and I think we do it really well here in Charlotte, is just to have a sign outside the exit of the abortion clinic, letting people know that it actually is an option. Yeah, I've heard so many women who have called us and come in for help that say, They didn't stop to talk to anybody because they were scared. They were intimidated by clinic staff. But they saw that sign and they knew it was a possibility. Okay. So they went home and they Googled it and they come across the abortion pill reversal information. So I think that is one of the most effective tools that I have seen used. And even just calling out as people are leaving the clinic. You know, sometimes we don't know if they're there for a surgical abortion or if they're there for a checkup. But even just calling out, if you've taken the abortion pill, abortionpillreversal.com, I've heard many women say that they have heard that and known it was a possibility and gone home and called that number. Yeah. And how, how often do you get calls, say in a typical week or month, for abortion pill reversal? Well, here in Charlotte, we get, you know, probably three calls a month Okay, at the centers that I work at. But mm-hmm. um, I think Heartbeat International said they get about 150 calls a month. And wow. then they distribute those referrals out to over 500 providers nationwide now. So that is actually really exciting for me. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, we have this yeah. nationwide system of yeah. providers who are willing to see these women and offer them a second chance. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. Cool. And so so someone calls this hotline yes. and, um, and someone picks up the phone. And, mm-hmm. and then how does that person get connected with someone who is trained and can you tell us a little bit about your role? Because you're one of those trained people yeah. that, that they call. Yeah. How does that process work? So when they call the number, and there's so many options now, 
with technology. They can call, they can text, they can instant message, they can mm-hmm. email to get connected. Um, they call the abortion pill reversal hotline or mm-hmm. APR hotline. And I don't have that number, but heartbeatinternational.org is where it's run through. A lot or abortionpillreversal.com. You can go to. Yeah. To Heartbeat find International that is more of the provider side. Okay. Abortionpillreversal.com is the, um, like for instant messaging with patients. But, okay. So when they get that call, they are connected with a nurse, and that nurse kind of takes their information, mm-hmm. looks at their location finds a provider in their area, and then they call that provider and connect that patient directly with that provider. And would that be the nurse or would that be the, it the just pregnancy depends. resource center? Yeah, it okay. depends on the location. Mm-hmm. For our location here in Charlotte, they call our center directly. And normally that is our director at Cabarrus Women's Center, Sarah Shapiris. Mm -hmm. She takes those calls and kind of screens them. And then she and I together find a time. We actually see that patient in our clinic. Mm -hmm. I do a whole medical assessment. We do an ultrasound to confirm that that baby is still alive and in the uterus. And then we get her started immediately on um, progesterone. Do you ever get calls at midnight? Yes. All the time, huh? (laughs) Frequently, do you Sarah, go? Do you go take care of that? that <laughs> Normally, that? not at midnight. We do have a cutoff for that for safety reasons. But Sarah and I joke that we spend every holiday together because it never fails. <laughs> On Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, we get a call, and uh, right. she and I end up spending holidays and weekends after hours together. Right. And if it's really late, we always make one of our husbands come with us. So yeah, Daniel's my security a lot times. of times. Yeah. <laughs> So the information, so I just just Googled on my phone. I'm sure if people Google abortion pill reversal, it's just Mm abortionpillreversal.com, which is, you know, take them directly to the information they need. And the number is uh, 877-558-0333. And that's the number that these moms would call into and that they would get connected with a person who would ultimately get them connected, connected with you. Yeah. So walk us through real quick then, if you can, I think we've already talked a little bit about it, but when somebody calls, they get in touch with you, you go to, they meet you at the center, mm-hmm. what, what's the first thing you do? Well, the first thing we really feel like um, we need to do is something that we would do for any patient that walked through our clinic. We want to do a full assessment of their needs, their their social situation, because we know that that woman didn't just take the abortion pill because... She felt like it was a great day to take an abortion pill. She took it for a reason. These women have abortions because they're desperate, they're scared, they're hopeless. So we really want to make sure we know what her challenges and her struggles are. So we have one of our counselors meet with her and do an assessment of that situation. We do a pregnancy test, and then I do an ultrasound to show her that baby in her womb. Okay. And... You know, that's kind of where we all hold our breath and just pray that that baby still has a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because that's one of our biggest indicators of uh, if the abortion pill reversal is going to be successful or not, if is that baby still alive? Yeah. And then, you know, after that, if the baby is still alive, then we will get her started on progesterone immediately. Every center is different. But at our center, we like to um, do a two-part process we do an injection first and then we send her home with oral medication to take okay yeah that was one of the questions i was going to ask because i know uh with one of the other pregnancy centers with help pregnancy center they do just oral medications 
And then, like you said, each pregnancy center is different. Each has their own medical directors that decide different right. things and, exactly. and all of that. Um, so, yeah. All right. I appreciate you touching on that. Yeah. I'm really actually um, blessed to have just such a great network of doctors here locally that we work with. Yeah. We work, I work personally with Cabarrus Women's Center, who also has a location in the university area called U City Women's Center. And our medical director there is Dr. Russell Suda. He's just a great guy to work with. And also work for Help Pregnancy Center in Monroe with Dr. Matthew Harrison. Also, excellent doctor to work with, and they just are so available for our patients and just really want to uh, make sure we have the ability to take care of these women the best we can. So, very blessed to work with them. Well, you know, I think it would be great for you to tell us a story that, that folks can, can really understand in true life what it what has happened if you could I know we've shared some great yeah. abortion pill reversal stories so is yeah. there some that stick in your mind as maybe just walk us through what that was like and change the name but tell us tell us yeah. about that that woman's situation and and her abortion pill reversal story yeah. I think one of my favorite ones is actually one that we did together Vicki mm-hmm. her name is Maria okay <laughs> we'll go with that and you know she had come to the abortion clinic and mm-hmm immediately regretted her decision, but she actually couldn't get to us. She was at work and couldn't get away. And like I said, we're so honored to work with people who will bend over backwards to help women and save babies. And our director said, well, we have a mobile ultrasound machine, put it in the back of your car and we can go to her. And so (laughs) me and you and Kelly Byram, our medical director, packed up and we drove to Maria's house and well we drove a few places because I recall we were kind of chasing her all over the city because of where she was working or we went to the pregnancy resource center because I remember I logged a hundred miles that day driving after Maria we went to to, uh, help pregnancy center in Monroe and Uh she wasn't um, wasn't able to she thought she was going to be able to come but she actually wasn't able to come and we knew that she was fairly early in her pregnancy and we really felt like we needed to get her started on progesterone right away so yeah we ended up packing up and going to her and I remember her boyfriend was just so thankful and shocked that we would do something like that just (laughs) to save their baby and you know we went and and we did the ultrasound and we got her the medication Mm -hmm. and then she came back the next day and met us very early in the morning on a Sunday morning. Right. And we were able to, you know, just make sure her baby was okay. Right. And right. And we were all, I think it was, it was over the recommended or right on the borderline of the recommended number of hours yeah. after she had taken the pill. Yeah, so was, I remember I went home that night and prepared two different scenarios two different ways to share the gospel one if the baby died and one if the baby was still alive and praise god when we saw that heartbeat we we did a dance for joy we did (laughs) yeah it was you remember how far along she was she was around seven weeks i think okay so she was pretty early yeah yeah Yeah. and I, i remember just the sense of urgency thinking yeah i have to get her taken care of today right which is why we did a wild goose chase right, but right and I remember when you did share the gospel with her and just that second and the, chance, and the, and the boyfriend, the boyfriend they were both there yeah right her and her boyfriend both were there and I yeah. just remember them just being so thankful and just kind of you know explaining that free gift that Jesus gave and the second chance that they'd been given and 
them just looking at each other and like, why wouldn't we surrender our it lives It was so to incredible. Jesus? Yeah. And, and they both not only saved their little baby, yeah, little baby boy now, but yeah. they both surrendered their lives to Jesus and yeah. they ended up getting married. Because they were so convicted by the truth of the gospel were. that they said, yeah. we, well, we can't, we can't live together in sin. Yeah. They went and got married. They went and got married and... The last I heard from them, they were doing well. Yeah, and their beautiful baby. Her picture and her yep, baby we here have, on the wall. We have her we have. picture you can't on the see wall it, right obviously, here. Those who are yeah. listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have her picture holding yeah. her little baby boy on the wall yep. here, just as a celebration of what the Lord did in that story. Yeah. I think that was my first time that seeing first. An, an actual abortion pill reversal yeah. success, and it was it was it's unbelievable. an incredible experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, praise God for the successes um, in sidewalk counseling. In any kind of ministry, we praise God for the successes, but there are also sometimes what seems like defeats. I mean, yeah. 70% effective, praise God it's that effective, but it's not always effective, right? right? Yeah. There are some moms that lose their babies. Yeah. They, they regret taking that abortion pill. They wish they could undo what they did. They get to you. They start doing the abortion pill reversal regimen, and for whatever reason, it doesn't work. Yeah. How do you deal with those situations? I mean, there I know there's no cut and dry, easy way to do it. Obviously, we need the Holy Spirit to help us. Yeah. yeah. But there are stories like that. And how do you how do you deal with that? Yeah. From a medical perspective, but also from a just practical relational perspective with them. Yeah, yeah like what do you say to them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's definitely um something unfortunately that I have had to do several times, but for me personally, I just know that we have all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. We've all messed up. And, you know, what I normally tell these people are, I've sinned and you sinned big time. You yeah. know? And there are consequences to our sin. Mm-hmm. You know, just because we say we're sorry and we repent doesn't mean that we don't have to pay consequences sometimes. We did everything we could to save your little baby, but unfortunately, this baby wasn't strong enough to withstand the effects of that first medication. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just coming at it, you know, imploring them to rely on God for strength, mm-hmm. yeah. for forgiveness. Yeah. And you kind of have to counsel both from like a post-abortive aspect and mm-hmm. from a miscarriage aspect yeah. because they've gone from intentionally ending the life of their child to doing everything in their power as a mother to save their child. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. had a complete um, change of heart and you really have to, <laughs> it's a unique situation, yeah, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, you have to rely on the Holy Spirit to give mm-hmm. you the words to mm-hmm. say to them, I've held many a woman while they wept. Yeah. yeah. Over, you know, the consequences of their actions. They've yeah. said, you know, the Lord is punishing me. I don't deserve this baby. Yeah. And you just have, have to try to, your best to minister to them and where they are. Every yeah. woman's different. Yeah. yeah. yeah it is. They, it, ha- they have done something that is positive. They have right. tried their hardest to save that baby. Right. And I imagine that there can be at least um, a little bit better emotional outcome knowing that at least they did at at that yeah. point they had turned back to god and done yeah. everything that they could to yeah. save the baby yeah. Yeah, i was gonna say it is sort of a unique scenario very unique wherein that you know they're like you said they're doing everything that they can to save yeah. that baby to me it has to at least in some way satisfy some of that regrets mm-hmm. and you know that's some of the conversations um 
because you you had in one of your questions here talking about the pro-abortion people and some of the things they say they say right. this is fake or whatever right. and i've had conversations with pro-abortion people on the sidewalk saying your abortion pill reversal thing is fake and, and all of this and i don't respond to that a lot of times but sometimes i have responded and said well you know it's not fake it actually works and why would you if you're against if you're for choice why would you be against them choosing to do this yeah and they've already gotten the money. Yeah. For, for the and we abortion. know women regret abortions. Isn't it a good thing that they're at least able to in some way try to satisfy yeah. those regrets? You know, and I mean, I just yeah. think that it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. It has to be good for them to be able to do something. You talk about empowering women. They've empowered themselves mm-hmm. to to try to go back on what they've yeah. done. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's not like you're they're coming to you. And you're deceiving them and not telling them the statistics and not telling them what the risks are, right? right. I mean, that's part of your initial assessment, Absolutely. right? I don't want to give anyone um, false hope yeah. or, you know, expectations that can't be met. Yeah. I can't, this process is not going to save every baby. There are going to be babies that still die. Yeah. And babies die from miscarriage, unfortunately. Yeah. There's many reasons why women can't carry babies to term, but if I can offer them a second chance, mm-hmm. then I think, why would you want to take that away from somebody or not let them know yeah. about that option? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that'd be my thinking. Yeah. How have, do you understand? Cause I don't, why people like so many people that we meet out that are the pro-choice people yeah. out at the sidewalk, why would they not want us to offer that information or help? I, I mean, honestly, I think it's just like your side versus my side. Really? This is a pro-life mm-hmm. initiative. Mm-hmm. They're going to be against it no matter what yeah. we say. Even yeah. if I gave them every article under the sun that says that every doctor in America mm-hmm. recommends this, mm-hmm. I think they would probably still not like it yeah. because it's from the pro-life side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's Honestly, no basis in them saying this well, is fake. It's, you know, this is still quote-unquote an experimental procedure it's okay. not approved by the fda it's not mm-hmm. um sanctioned by the american medical association we do have some ob doctors who are not okay with this yeah. because it's it's not been you know researched very long mm-hmm. it's still like i said an experimental procedure is there any downside to it though is there anything that that could harm the woman there are i mean like i said earlier this medication is used widely for women who have preterm labor and right. frequent miscarriages um, it's the same exact medication okay it causes yeah, I mean, it's, nausea it's progesterone, right yeah so. it's progesterone it's a yeah. naturally occurring yeah. hormone that's mm-hmm. in our body anyway right i mean it can cause increased nausea like i said headaches fatigue dizziness but yeah. other than that I mean, there's not any increased birth defects with it, so mm. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of the one of the very hypocritical things, not to belabor this point too long, but I've had conversations with pro-choice people that say that's fake, and I'll ask them, do you even know what the abortion pill reversal is? Many don't, but if, if they do, they say, well, it's progesterone, and progesterone has this and this, this side effect. I said, well, so does the abortion pill. Yeah. And it's not been approved by the FDA. I said, it's not been very long that um, that Cytotec, which yeah. is the second medication, has been approved to induce labor. This is true. And they, because it, it was a stomach medication. It's it an off-label use. Yeah, yep. it was uh, for stomach ulcers. Uh, yes. So a lot of drugs that are used nowadays 
are used in experimental ways yeah. and not they're off label uses. Off-label. So that's not really a very good argument mm-hmm. um, against this thing. I think it is exactly what you yeah. said. It's this us against them dynamic. Yeah. If it comes from the pro life side, it has to be horrible, yeah, you know. Right. <laughs> and yeah. it's just yeah, it's yeah. just the way things and, and are. I think they also think that we manipulate these women into making this decision, and mm-hmm. we make them feel so bad that they're guilt ridden, and then you know we force them to do this to ease their consciences, mm-hmm. which is not true at all. Right. Well, the it, bulk of the time, it's people that have not stopped and talked right, with us. Exactly. It's people that have gone home. Um, that Maria yep. actually researched it herself. Yes. I'm not sure she heard it from us. Yeah, I think they went home and looked it up her on the exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, thankfully now on Google, if you search, "Can I reverse the abortion pill?" Yeah, the APR website comes yep. up like on the top. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's w- awesome. Which it's is fantastic. Good. Yeah. So while this is not the happiest um probably part of your experience but how about when things don't work out do you have a story of a a sad outcome with apr i I do have several that stick out in my mind but Mm -hmm. i think one of the saddest was a young lady who had waited probably a little too long to come in and call Mm. and um she ended up coming in i was getting ready to do her ultrasound and she was doing the pregnancy test in the bathroom and she just started wailing. And so I went to check on her Uh, and she was actually miscarrying into our, our toilet and our uh, center. uh, And I ended up just holding her mm, while she miscarried her little baby mm, into mm, the bathroom toilet. uh, And she just wept and wept and sobbed and said, I would have done this at home by myself if you wouldn't have been here with me. Exactly. So in that situation, it just gave me an opportunity to be there with her, Mm -hmm. to hold her Mm -hmm. while she did that. And also us to just share the gospel with her. She was broken. She was hurting. She was help, you know, hopeless and she needed Jesus so bad. So in that situation, uh, as you held her, you didn't whisper in her ear, you're going to the lake of fire. I did not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We've, we've talked about that in our podcast. We talked about balancing grace and truth. And, yeah. You know, Jesus, the Bible says he doesn't quench a smoking flax nor break a bruised reed. Yeah. When someone's yeah. already broken, yeah. you don't need to add more to it. But the gospel does need to be shared, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a realization. And I don't think you even had to tell her you killed your child. Like you, right. you took yeah. part in this. Yeah. She already knew that, but yeah, just to come in, because at that point, what happens? Either the devil gets a hold of her, look what you've done, there's no salvation for you, you can never be redeemed, all of this, or the Lord gets a hold of her and says, come to me. Yes, you've sinned, but I'm a savior, (laughs) you know? And that's awesome that you were there in that story. So that's a sad story, but it's also a a redeeming story, and God's a redeemer. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think of all the other women who have been sit ho- sent home and done the exact same thing alone. Yeah. And and been left to be hopeless. And right. that's when you hear of, you know, women who deal with depression post-abortion and, and suicide and drug abuse and alcohol abuse. Yeah. It's because of what they've been through and what yeah. they've seen and they have to you know, numb that memory in some way. Yeah, that's exactly where my thoughts went, is all the abortion-minded, determined women who then go through with the abortion, and so many have regret. I believe at some point in their life, all will. Yeah. But they have bought into a lie, Mm -hmm. and there's no one there to comfort them. Yeah. 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 Praise God. You know, God is a Redeemer. God mm-hmm. is a God of second chances. Mm-hmm. And us just talking about this 
on the Gospel Center Pro Life podcast talking about the redemption that even come within the midst of a, an abortion pill, and then right. the second chance to be able to reverse that yeah. is is that's that's God inspired. Mm-hmm. You think about Doctor Matt and him yeah. seeking God and praying, say, "What do I do in this situation?" And God drops this in his heart. It's just like yeah. the Lord yeah. to be a redeemer like that. It's just like the Lord in that woman's situation to have someone there. It's just like the Lord in Maria's situation to have you guys come and, and meet her and do that abortion pill reversal. Mm-hmm. So I think with that, well, we've covered all the bases I wanted to cover with this. Anything else you wanted to mention, Courtney, before we wrap this thing up? No, just if you are a pregnancy center or a doctor that wants to be involved or even a nurse that wants to learn how to get involved with this, you can go to heartbeatinternational.com. Oregon, they will, they would be, they would love to talk with you and share with you how you can get involved. Yeah, that's we need, cool. like I said, we have providers, over 500 medical providers in the country, but they're going international with this. Yeah. We want this available everywhere. And the more it's available, the more readily accepted it'll be. And that is endorsements from these big AMA and FDA mm-hmm. will come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me ask you, I do have one more question. I think you do know the answer to this. How, how many approximately how many successful abortion pill reversals have there been either in our state nationwide what what do you have any of those numbers i don't have statewide but mm-hmm. heartbeat does collect data and we try to you know collect statistics so that we can like i said validate this procedure right, right. in um, science's eyes. And I think the last I saw was over a thousand babies have been born amazing as a you know yeah. successfully after this procedure yeah yeah just uh, hearing that good. number and Thousand. hearing that the 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 pro-choice group says that oh women don't regret an abortion well yeah. that number immediately yeah. puts yeah. the light of yeah. that doesn't it yes yeah. absolutely yeah well thank you for coming and sharing you're welcome we really you, you mean so you much have been to my us. favorite guest yeah oh <laughs> with that and we've doubt. had some good ones on. we have we have <laughs> but well, we really appreciate what you do it it is awesome yeah amen it is awesome all right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening to the Gospel Center Pro-Life Podcast. We appreciate if you guys would share this, share it with friends that work in pregnancy centers, share it with other people who are sidewalk counselors, people who are not, just share it with all your friends and family. Go to our website, uh, www.sidewalksforlife, sidewalks4life.com, where we put out articles on a regular basis. Of course, you can check in on our website, charlotte.citiesforlife.org, here locally. But we appreciate you guys listening. Until next time, God bless. Give me an outlet for gratitude I know it will cost me my life Nothing's too precious since I met you